Hello guys, welcome to Stirred Down, the industry podcast where subjects are thrown, opinions are served dirty to be taken with a drop of saline. I'm joined by my colleagues and also uh, some really good friends, uh, my friend Jack Wilkins. Hello. Sandra Driver. Hi. Hello. Aria. <laughs> so I thought it might be nice if we do a little intro and a little bit of background about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, my name's Jack, but you'll be referring to me as Chalky, as other people do, because it gets two too Jacks confu- here. <laughs> way too <laughs> confusing. Double jacket. It gets way too confusing. So we're working sometimes together, and somebody says Jack, and both our heads turn, and it's just kind of like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not you, for Jack. Jack, Jack. So today is just about us chilling out and being like, oh shit, we want to do a podcast. But I've got a number of reasons why. Wait, we're we- doing a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> apparently so. Apparently, started. apparently, apparently we're not. Ju- apparently, we're not just sitting around chatting shit idly like we do in bars normally. But maybe this has got some marketable value. That's for the us. idea. Yeah. We're basically wanting our opinions, chatting rubbish, talking what we want to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly. So um, we wanted to do the first podcast to explain to any listeners, any potential listeners. Um, why we thought it was necessary to, to do a podcast. I have a few reasons. Well, let's, I think, let's think about it. Like, what's your background? What, who are you? What yeah, have you been done in the past? What's your name? Where are you from? Silla Black. <laughs> Come on down. Come on down. Okay. If we're going to do that, then yeah. I'll start. Yeah, go uh, for it. My name is Jack Chalk, as we've already fucking established. Hence <laughs> uh, <laughs> the name Chalky. I've been bartending for maybe, if we're counting every little experience of bartending that we've done, maybe six, seven years. I started mm-hmm. working at Spoons, worked my way up. I came to Leicester, uh, fuck knows how long ago, maybe five years ago. Um, I started bartending at Slug and Lettuce, a little bit more corporate background, which is where I learned the basics of it. And then uh, I was introduced to my missus by some private bars, nice. uh, some privately uh, owned independent bars, where it was a bit more niche and people had a bit more artistic flair. and. I was like, oh shit, this is cool. <laughs> so I went to Manhattan, where what I was. Sorry, for our listeners who, doesn't know, who, don't, who don't know what we're on about, uh, Man- a bar called Manhattan 34, it's on the cultural qu- quarter in Leicester. It's like the um, legendary Chris Baker. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, so Chris Baker was the owner at the time. I was served by a bartender called Paul. Um, and, he, well. and I went to order a cocktail at the time. I had no experience in cocktails. I didn't really know what it's about. So I was just like, okay, do your thing. Uh, make me a whatever the fuck you want to make me. And he made, made me a bespoke cocktail uh, based on how I was feeling at the time, using spirits and products he had available uh, on the back bar. And he just, it was so accommodating and sold me such an authentic experience of cocktail bartending that I didn't even know existed. He just wanted to get rid of his stock. Immediately got, I, I immediately got the bug. I was like, oh get shit. Get rid of his free stock on you. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that was the case. Maybe that was the case. He fucking, he fucking saw me coming. He fucking saw me coming. He's like, I've got some bullshit liquor that I want to get rid of. So what, did you apply then and there or what? Pretty much so. Um, so, I went up to the bar and I was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm in unfamiliar, uh, unfamiliar territory, which I'm sure we can all relate to oh, at yeah. some point in our bartending career. I was Every like, bar I, I ever go I'm out of my comfort. <laughs> I'm out of my comfort zone. <laughs> so can you just make me a drink? And he made me, <coughs> he made me a drink, bespoke to how I was feeling. Um, the, uh, yeah, he just kind of showed me around the back bar, taught me through a little bit what the kind of ethos of Manhattan was about. 
and I fell in love with the place immediately and I just decided oh, this is what I want to do the bartenders were dressed um, super fucking on brand because it was a prohibition themed cocktail bar at the time everybody was in shirt tie arm garters apron that kind of thing nice and there was this kind of not Sopranos, maybe Boardwalk Empire kind of vibe okay. about it. And yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking loved that shit. Empire. So I was just like, this is the I was, For me, I had no concept of turning passion into a career before I, I, I saw that place. And that was the place that introduced me to it. And I've been, I've, I've got the bug ever since. So nice. I've been bartending in the city now for about four to five years. Uh, I started at Manhattan. Uh, Collecting glasses, literally. I after after Paul served me an amazing drink. I was like, "Fuck, this shit's cool." Um, I took his details. I was like, "I want to work here." I got a text from Paul saying uh, we might uh, have a space for you to do a trial shift. So I got a trial shift, and something that's always resonated with me is the fact that. I text Paul, I said, what shall I wear? I was so insecure about what to wear. Yeah, yeah. People look so <laughs> fucking cool. What shall I wear? Uh, and, he, and he texts me. He, Buying loads of shit on eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, bartender braces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does bartenders what do look like? What do bartenders wear? Braces. Stock <laughs> photos, yeah. man. Spent 140 quid on my first day. No, but to be, to be fair, that in an essence, that's what I did. He, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah, I said, I said uh, you know, how, how, how do you want me to dress? What do, what do I look like? And his reply was, just look like a bartender. <laughs> That was his reply. And I was oh, like, oh shit. Logan. Oh shit. And just dressed like a bartender. So I turned up, I'm pretty sure I had like a tweed waistcoat on, <laughs> like a fucking knitted tie, <laughs> trying to be a sexy corner. Hello, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. As much boardwalk empire as it could possibly <laughs> be. And so uh, I worked there, I was literally just not a shit shoveler because the place was great, but yeah. there's an element of shit shoveling that needs to be done in the bar. You've yeah, got yeah, skivvy oh, jobs yeah. that nobody wants to do, like fucking, yeah, totally. I don't know, who fill the ice coolers, uh, fucking renovate the glasses or whatever. You know, not that mm-hmm. not that we it don't. Yeah, it's, it's just jobs that we need to be done. It's Part-time m- drink slinger, full-time cleaner. That's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fucking exactly. And And so I did that. I worked my way up from fucking glass collector to GM of the bar I was working at the time because I just fell so much in love with it. And I was so like consumed by this new world that I discovered. It's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting, yeah, especially when you first discover it. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, so sure. absolutely, man. I did that, and then I've been in the bar tending industry in Leicester for four or five years ever since, um, and then just worked my way through different bars. And here I am now with my mates, at another super cool bar. Um, one of which I've worked at, uh, the Gadabout. Big shout out to the Gadabout. Big shout out yeah. to the Gadabout for letting Thank us you for host. your little dungeon that we're yeah, recording in right now. Thank Acoustics you. are fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to the Gadabout for letting us host our first podcast here. Um, fucking amazing bar. I had a great year and a half slash two Absolutely. years here. No, you sort of set this place up, man. Yeah, thank well, thank you. Well, without a doubt. Anyway, without that's doubt. enough me fucking rambling on my back self, jerking my own dick. Let's Jordan go Xander next. Wilkins? <laughs> no, because I'll go last because I've got mate. the most boring story. No, so. right. he's, our te- right. he's, he's got the most important job because he's our fucking tech guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right, I'll go, all right, fair play. Uh, so yeah, Xander, my name's not actually Xander. <laughs> my name's Alex, but- um, What? So it's sort of coming to the story of it all. Uh, basically, I went through a stage of uh, working in uh, lot of factories and stuff like that. It's about 20, you know, like young, dumb, full of cum, not really knowing what it is. That industrial discipline. Yeah, discipline. Like, do this, do that. Working over page three at six in the morning. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like dumb, dumb. Like, but uh, no, like basically I was, uh, I was working in, I was working, I get fat pay as well, man. Like getting mm-hmm. really good money for mm-hmm. like what I was doing. Like, I just sort of realized it was just a bit like a, it's a, sort of a dead end job. You get paid good, but like, 
Nobody knows you. Further. I feel as though every bartender's had that dead end job. Yeah, and I had that job. And I, I was started like, working at Argos when I was 16, man. Yeah, like, but like with that job, I was like sort of, so I was a masker in a paint shop for Caterpillar. No offense to Caterpillar, obviously. Like, yeah, but someone's got, <laughs> pa- someone's got to paint those diggers. No, but the point is, like, it's not about painting the diggers, it's the point of the aspect of like, obviously getting the points masked, ma- pe- the pieces masked before you, like they're going to assembly. Oh, okay. And it was such like a dull end job. So I started taking things on my own initiative. I started being like, right, well, I can rearrange all this. Like, you know, like you want a bit more of like a, a work-based flow. I can rearrange your yeah. whole, as I did tubing, right. which was tubing up like points tubing. for hydraulic. So when oh. the hydraulic goes in, I tube it before it went mass. So you put in a tube of uh, like silicon in, okay, bunging, okay. bunging. It was called bunging. Bunging. So bunging as well. Yes, so all the bungs. But like I made like a, a like obviously I was only like I went went in there. I was like nineteen twenty. And like sorted out obviously like a better work synergy flow for all that stuff. And then I was just like, it got so boring. Mm-hmm. I was just like, how do people like do this just for chill 30 out? years? No, no, not just 30 years, but be like, okay, work at a, a rate where like you could work like in a box. Have you seen that film you know, called The Machinist? Yes. That, uh, that's how I imagine yeah, you, just eroding away, yeah, just, like, just fucking. cancerously dying. Like, <laughs> oh but like, it's, it's like the aspect of like, how can people work at this pace? So obviously working in a bar, it's fast pace. It's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Everything's yeah. fast pace. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like that minute thinking like situation mm-hmm. that you're in that you. Boom. Yeah, boom, you've got a. Drink, drinks on, shit, send it. Shit, glasses smashed, fucking clean it up, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. And like the pace that place works, like, okay, we're waiting How many for times the forklift to bring yeah. the piece yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we got yeah. fucking bored and we'd end up going out into the other uh, tent where all the other pieces were kept and we'd end up masking six months ahead. Because you're, like, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're just waiting. You're just waiting. And they, they were just like, we've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> and like, what, what do you fucking mean? You've so never seen anything like No one has ever had any initiative ever. Yeah. So basically the way Caterpillar sort of works is obviously they get a big job on, they'll get a big uh, sort of corporate job and stuff. Like, we need God knows how many diggers for China, for America, blah, blah, blah. And they'll go, right, wicked, we need loads of fucking agency staff, come in, get your job, you get paid sick. But then once that job what dries up until they sign that net contract, they've got no work. So you therefore just... got made redundant after two years. Uh, so okay. as I got made redundant, my girlfriend left me. <laughs> Quality. Because I got made redundant, like, but in that, in that- <laughs> You don't pay diggers anymore. Fuck this shit, I'm off. What's this coming freeze didn't they, did you? Yeah, all that shit. And then, um, I was in a band at the time and that sort of departed and I was just like sat there like, what the fucking day? I'm going to be a rock star. Oh, oh yeah, maybe not. That's ended, isn't it? Mm. I was like, rock star about an instrument now, isn't it? Bartending. But, um, so my mate Max used to work in a bar called Obar, God bless its soul. Yes, um, Obar. So he yes, used to go in there, used to go in there like, and he'd always be like very, like when he first started bartending as well, he's a rep now for Proof Spirits. Uh, Shout out like, Proof Spirits. Shout out Proof Spirits. Shout out Casper Tequila Cup Rum. Shout out Max Musson. Shout out Max Musson. Yeah, <laughs> Get on the fucking podcast. He doesn't need shouting out. His voice yeah, carries. Yeah, shouts yeah. itself out. He'll be on it at another <laughs> point, I'm sure. But um, yeah, so it sort, of, it sort of got to the point where I'd, I'd like, I was in there and I was really sad. And I was like, girlfriend, You needed something to and challenge, was, yeah, challenge yeah, all that drink those shit time, and always be, He'd be so excited, energy. be like, yo, bro, let me try it. Like, and like, this might sound crazy to a lot of people that are listening now, but we're talking like nine years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he'd be like, oh, I've learned this new drink. It's called a trade of it, my time. Let me try it. And I'm like, <gasps> oh, and he's like, oh, and he's like, well excited to make it. And I saw that passion in him. So when I went in on like, this is like a week I've like, and the week I got maybe done it, I went, and he was just like, what the fuck do you like doing, man? You need to find a job. And I was just like, drink it. <laughs> He's like, Become a bartender then. And I went, oh, do you know what? And I hand out my CVs around town and shit like yeah, that. And then course. I got to the point where I got a couple of callbacks. Obviously, I was like Nando's, O'Neill's and places like that. Savage. So uh, like, I got a callback from O'Neill's and they were like, would you like a job? And I was like, I would like a job because I need a job. And I got a callback from a bar called Thai Bar. 
So this will relate back to Chalky's Chris Baker reference uh -huh. as well from Manhattan. So uh, first shift I did was uh, uh, O'Neill's in my trial shift, nice. and I was just like wearing this stupid black polo shirt, working in a mongoose. Oh, I recognise that black polo shirt. And it's just like I'm just serving old people, just like quite <laughs> a tribute, please, mate. Fish and chips as well, sir. <laughs> Put it through the till, and I was like, it's a job. Did my first shift at Time Bomb yeah. on a Friday Ooh, night, bomb. and I'm just glass collecting, and it is fucking rammed. And there's like, you know, like, it's like everyone's dressed up good, like. Like hot girls around, hot guys around, like the music vibes good. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's having fun behind the bar. The I'm place. watching these bartenders behind the bar and I'm just like sitting there picking up fucking sticks off tables, <laughs> basically. And they're just like fucking loving it, big bottle pours and shit. And I'm just like, yo, I want to be that. That's I it. want like, to be yeah. you. Like my, like my first uh, in the comparison fact, so I sacked off the O'Neill's job. I started working there. Now, what I, I did so to learn. Was, was that the point where you realised people give a shit? I was about just this. like, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, this is a people fuck, give a shit. I'm that type of guy that obviously, like, growing up young, everyone did going like to the night the local nightclub being like oh yeah can I get double body fucking coke for one pound fifty like value for money it's just like it's not it's all about like what you drink you should take care of yourself you should you know what you're should. drinking 100% yeah. like and it's not just about people like, it's like these guys Conscious are drinking. cool as fuck when they're yeah. drinking this yeah, they're yeah. making these drinks they're cool as fuck like and although like we do class the real job, not bartending stuff. Yeah, These yeah. guys are like Friday night, they're fueling your life. Like, yeah, oh yeah. So, like, I, I pretty I much made it. They're fueling your social life. They're fueling your social life, not any of that. It's they're just like, supplying they're the, the backbone social of happiness, like, mm -hmm. realistically. Okay. Yeah. The backbone yeah. of okay. happiness. So, I looked at that and I was just like, this is cool as fuck. Like, this is amazing. Like, I want to get in this. So, I started getting in this. And as soon as I know, like, Baker, Chris Baker, who sat in Manhattan, who mm -hmm. Chalky was talking about, was the GM of Time Bar before, obviously, I didn't know that. Oh, fucking legend. So, you know, like, he's a veteran in the. He's a veteran. Absolute veteran in the Leicester bartender. Yeah, so like Rube, you got Colin, OG, OG hands like Diddy and all those guys. They all like, shout out Leicester veterans. Shout out Leicester veterans. <laughs> Big up. We'll definitely do a podcast on this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, fucking show. Go on, yeah. But anyway, so I started bartending. I, I made an effort. I was just like, I want to be fucking sick at this. I've got yeah. nothing going on. Yeah. Birds left. Don't call her a bird. Jesus. My girlfriend left. My ex. My spouse. Me. So I'm going to Thailand to teach English. <laughs> Fuck See you later. Like apparently, but um, well, I'm not being deep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then obviously I started working there. I was like, I'm going to make an effort to like fucking do this job. I don't want to be a glass. I want to be fucking bartender. Yeah, you want to be star of the show, man. And then literally within like six months, I made an effort. I learned everything. That's a big back bar there as well. Massive yeah, back yeah, it is. Huge it is. back bar. Like, um, uh, if you ever want to have a check out, Google. Now parcel yard and see how big that. Yeah, used to be used to be time bar. Yeah, now yeah. Time bar, yard. Still a banging bar. Pa, pa, uh, that oh, that bar is. Chain. So nothing. And I made a point to learn a little story about every single spirit and know it's ABV and blah blah blah. So like mm -hmm. that's what in my head. That my specs. By within six months, head bartender on that bar. Yes. And because like, I made that effort, and it's yeah, slowly, it's slowly like it changed into the parcel yard. It wasn't what I was into. So it's a bit more of an eatery. So I went to the orange tree. Now the orange tree is in in somewhat form. That, it, it, it's it's got this gravitational pull to it after 20 years unfortunately they've yeah. shut it down very it doesn't recently. exist anymore it doesn't exist anymore, doesn't exist anymore now but it used to be that go-to bar it used to be the go-to bar and i yeah. worked there for a while and this is sort of where i really sort of picked up my caliber of thinking i was good at cocktails but i wasn't uh -huh. really good at cocktails <laughs> but you gotta <laughs> learn somewhere like, but you learn yeah exactly you learn uh, i sort of learn learn my bits and drabs um 
Then I went through a bit of a drug addiction, like a bit, bit of a bit of a dark one. Uh, got addicted to some substances. Some, 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 dark again. Uh, happens in the industry. It does that'll be on a later. That'll be a massive topic on yeah, a later hugely, podcast. Um, yeah. it, it's sort of unhealthy. You know, you're working ridiculous hours, start smashing X, Y, Z products um, yeah. up your face. Um, so I sort of <laughs> went, went for a bit of a drab stage. Got a bit like depressed, like a bit of bit self harm and stuff like that. But um, the way that pulled me out of it, whilst on said substances, I met a man and uh, we struck a deal to open a bar. Uh, my own bar. You rediscovered your own passion. You already in You had one foot in the door in the uh, industry the and you rediscovered the, the passion. Thing is I had the passion whilst I was still banging all the drugs. You just needed someone to say to you, let's do it. Well, yeah, I was, let's yeah, fucking I do this shit. I had this passion when I was banging all the drugs. It didn't say It's happening to a lot of bartenders right now. When being a bartender in like this culture, there's always something to do. Like, you know, you're always going to know someone that's in your bar. Let's go for a drink. Let's go for a drink. Sniff comes out, whatever. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You start banging like whatever, if, if what's and nots. Um, so this sort of happened. I ended up like renting a space in a venue and opening my own bar. This is where I properly, like, see, so I had no real idea the industry was a proper thing in Leicester. We had mm -hmm. like a, a big close hub. So I just sort of opened this bar, like wagging it with the cocktails that I sort yeah. of wanted to make and sort of made. And then all of a sudden you start getting these big heads that you sort of realise exist that who own bars and cocktail bars yeah. and Leicester in these businesses like, who the fuck's this little cunt thinking he's fucking going to open a bar? <laughs> and they come in, they were coming in and I was just so like, because I didn't know who they were and I was just like, I'll make you drink out anything you want, sir. Please, sir. Blah, blah, yeah. And then yeah. they actually were just like, do you know what? This guy's actually got some talent. He's all right. I'm, like, I feel a bit weird now coming in, swinging my dick around. And before now, I sort of like <laughs> met these guys and like, we did we did the attic for three years. Fantastic little place. Mate, had great place. place. Yeah. Great place. Had the place in my heart. Um, then after that, I've uh, it, it, it got diluted into another company, which I still unfortunately have shares in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall get into that. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to that. But no, um, let's yeah, just sweep it under the rug. We swept that bit under the carpet, and now I'm at Cank Street with my three lovely boys. Well, two lovely boys that I'm sat in front of right now. Um, three um, lovely boys being yourself. Yeah, self love, so, mate. Yeah. Self love, yeah. General manager of Cank Street and. Uh, that's where we're at now, basically. Shout out Kank Street. So That's where we're based. Big up the Kank We didn't Street. feel the need to make this podcast uh, based within our work. We wanted to have the freedom and the parameters to fuck about and just be a little bit silly if we wanted to. I think we've uh, said at least 20 profanities already. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. So fuck it. Yeah, the best, I mean, the best, yeah, the best podcast do if we were sat here going, so we're from Kank Street and this is what Kank Street's all about. Like You'd all so fucking... Go. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Click that X, delete Boring. That. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to pass the mic to a uh, yeah. fucking tech guy, Wilkins, who's a fucking <laughs> genius. The one and only. So, so I've got probably the most dull story of all of them. Yeah, he thinks that. Why don't you start in Denmark? Well, okay, let's go back. No one starts in Denmark. Juice, juice, bar, juice bar is bartending. <laughs> so I, I didn't know that I had an interest in bartending for a long time. So I probably... I left, I, left, I left school, I left college, uh, did a year of university, absolutely hated it. Um, met a girl who happened Sweet to be from Denmark. <laughs> so none, no more Denmark jokes, because it's not <laughs> funny. <laughs> really, really Sensitive yeah. topic. Oh, are you, are you been to Denmark? Oh, that's Denmark. Anyway, anyway uh, went to Denmark for a couple of years, had fun, but I wanted to come back. All my mates were from Leicester. so. Came back to Leicester. You're not even from Leicester though, are you? No, no, I'm from, from Sussex. Sussex. No. I'm not from Leicester. No, he's like, he's Torquay, Torquay. Torquay. Torquay from Torquay. With the house in Torquay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, I knew that I wanted a job that wouldn't restrict my social... Like, I, I, I'm a quite a social guy. I knew that I didn't want to get a job in an office. 
I know I wanted a job that would like get me out there. I can't imagine a job in an office. Well, exactly. Yeah. So I exactly. Like I want, I want, I want a job where I could be out there. What are we taking? Why are we taking a selfie? This is, this is a selfie. We did do a podcast. <laughs> 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 I promise we did. Promise yeah, we did. did. <laughs> Honestly, Mum, look at our Instagram. We did a podcast. Where have you been? I've been doing Mer. a podcast. Send me a photo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, interjection. So, do apologise. Uh, I've I've never had a bar job before, Kank Street, but as Xander pointed out, I worked in a juice bar. You were so dispensing drinks at a high volume. Right, yeah. 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 Like, so it's the same thing. I worked in this. You were fucking bartending. You may or may, may not have heard of Joe and the Juice. It's quite big now. Everyone's when I, fucking heard of Joe and the Juice. When if you've been to London once, you've heard of Joe and the Juice. Bruh, but when I worked in Joe and the Juice, they had like 10 branches. So I worked there, like, it was, it was kind of like a club that served non-alcoholic drinks. <laughs> It's like literally like uh, it's like two o'clock it's two o'clock in the afternoon would be like blasting house music like and, and mums will come in with their parents like can I have an avocado sandwich and a juice and be like yeah cool here you go and you'd be there with born slippy on yeah, that exactly <laughs> all day long and then it's like Starbucks so you write your name on the drink and then you have to shout it out and there's me trying to shout out all these Danish Danish names so I'd be like uh, Frederica and then they'd be like no it's Frederica and I'd be like oh, okay okay let me try that no, no one would, no one would, no one would turn around, and then one of my friends would go, Frederica, exactly the same as I just said, and someone would go, oh yeah, that's me, and I'd be like, I'd be like, what the fuck, like I literally just said that. What's the tongue twister? The tongue twister, Rugumafleur. Yeah. Red porridge with cream. I tried this plenty of times. Yeah, you guys both. Rugumafleur. No, it's yeah, cool. You I'm just, just said orange, orange pudding with no. bread. <laughs> I'm just going to put that to bed right now because I know that I Google it. Red Google porridge it. with cream. Yeah, check that out. I haven't, I haven't got the dexterity in my mouth to put anyway. fucking words. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you are talking about, yeah. but this is how I talk. We talk like this. We talk like, like this. this. with a mouth and a tongue. I decided that I, I wanted a job where I could, like, be me. Lose yourself in it a little bit. Yeah, I want, yeah exactly. I Honestly, wanted a job where I'm like, I realised that I've been away from England for two years. And I want to come back and I'll be like, oh, well, I'm coming back to where I've been before, but I want to like, not reinvent myself, but I want to like, kind of get back into the scene. Yeah. Like, I've got a few friends, but- I feel as though a lot of bartenders have got into the industry to reinvent themselves. Yeah. I definitely did. Yeah. You maybe definitely yeah, did. Absolutely. Maybe yourself definitely did. It's a great industry to reinvent maybe, yourself in. Maybe discover yourself, not discover yourself. That's, no, that's, a, that's a good, that's you know a what good I mean? word, like, but not going traveling. Yeah, like, exactly, like, exactly. Like, I've done the traveling. I've done the traveling. I'm going to come back and then see what's wrong. So I got into bartending, never had a bartending job in my life. It's a it's a brutal combination, sorry, of artistry and oh look at this artistic flair look at what i can do look at this yeah. cocktail i've made look at this fucking ridiculous yeah. shit i've done and the and and the discipline the industrial level of this needs to be clean every week you need to do this by then yeah. you need to fucking boom yeah. it's that yeah, that, yeah, border, yeah. that borderline exactly. of like give you artistry and discipline and they boom they smack straight in the middle mm -hmm. and if you're a great bartender then you fucking you dance do all on that line you, you dance on that line exactly exactly so yeah so it was sofa surfing in leicester didn't have a house didn't have a bank account, didn't have any of that shit. Literally, I was like... Didn't have a bank account. No, I didn't have a bank account. It's like a bank account, bro. You're fucking a dick, bro. When I, went to, when I went to Denmark, I closed everything because I assumed that that would be it. I'd die. So I, like, yeah. <laughs> I faked my own Denmark death. Denmark or die. I'm dead now. Denmark or die. I, I jumped off a cliff, faked my own death, <laughs> chucked a dummy off. Yeah. But yeah, so I came back, had to like integrate myself. So uh, I just sent out applications, saw this thing on Gumtree, 
for Kank Street, this kind of new bar that was opening, was like, oh yeah, I'll put, my, I'll put my CV in there. Got a phone back saying, oh, what are you doing on Tuesday? I don't know what day it was. Tuesday, what are you doing Tuesday? No, Come here for an interview. Trial shift Friday or Saturday, so, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah. so literally what I did was uh, Tuesday, I don't know, 12 o'clock, came down, uh, opened the door, walked into the bar, I properly dressed up as well, like you were saying, for my first shift. What year. did you dress up? I put, oh, a, I, put a bla- I put a blazer on, had chinos on, yesterday. dress shoes. And you turned up and in. the bartender went, what the fuck do you no, no, like? No, no, <laughs> At that time, at that time, it was Cal, the owner of Kank Street, sat Shout there. Out to Carol, by the way. Fantastic, boys, fantastic. Yeah. Root, who we all know. Everyone knows you. Shout Everyone knows He was sat there. I came down, sat in. They instantly thought that I was a rep. So <laughs> they came, yeah. They thought I was a rep. They, so, so they get. The, I came in and they were like, "Oh, okay. if you look at Jack, he looks like he's selling kombucha all day." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's this gun selling? Oh, I literally sat down and was like, "I was like, hi, how you doing?" They were like, "Oh, hi." They kind of looking at me to say to them like. Like, on, then. like a yeah, pitch, pitch. Yeah, it's on, like then. a pitch. I was like, "Hi, I'm." Sell me your fermented product. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like "I'm here for the, I'm here for the interview," and, they, and then they suddenly were like, "Oh, yeah. oh!" And then it's almost like they'd have gone, "Oh yeah, I forgot we had a job application out." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the first thing someone said to me was like, "I think we had a chat for like five ten minutes," and then Rube said to me. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Do you want a trial shift? If you shave your beard off, you're fired. So I was like, <laughs> literally, yeah, that's what he said. I remember. So, so I was like, I was like, so okay. You've never shaved since, by the looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I value my job. Now, <laughs> you literally look yeah, like, 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 Not even if I wanted to. No, I can't do it. That was fucking awesome. I think we've got like an accurate uh, depiction of everybody's introduction. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about uh, maybe why we thought a podcast was a good idea. Why is like, I mean, oh, apart from the fact that we're all hilarious, why do we want to do a podcast? Um, I think, I think if, in Leicester, like obviously touching back to what we were talking about of what we did bring to, well, what we've done in our careers, I think that I've brought a massive... Everybody's been doing bits. Everybody's uh, yeah, doing I bits. thought I brought a massive, like, I mean, in the Leicester bartender for, like, industry in general, like, the connection, like, I've had a massive impact myself without sucking my own cock. But, like, no, I felt, I felt like I, I, I felt like since when I started the attic, like I sort of said about these big cucks coming in, throwing the cocks around, be like, who the fuck's this little cunt making some drink? And then actually, them enjoying my drinks and accepting me so much, it made me want to give so much back to the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know, like, trying yeah, to. Yeah, I feel as though, like, what you've just said there, if we were to, like, analyze it. That, if, like, I would have, for the past five years, I feel as though there's an element of me going, what the fuck have I, what the fuck would <laughs> I have been doing yeah, yeah. for the past five years? What, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? And exactly. that, that, I guess, in the purest sense is. Finding yourself, finding yourself a little bit. My name's not Xander. My name's Alex Driver. There's no Alexander. And then as soon as I started bartending, right, like, okay, a few Xander, of my mates for a joke started calling me Xander when I was 16, and I started working at Orange Tree. And one of them mates worked there, and he was basically like, "Oh, there's three Alexes that work here." <laughs> so you're called Xander now. Before I okay. knew it, before I knew it, I started getting called Xander by reps. Got to get rid of my employees. Started calling me Xander. Everyone's like, "That's Xander." And then before everyone was calling me Xander on the bar, so I was like, "What's your name, Alex?" No, Xander. Like, Jay, just being factual your brain before you yeah. know it. I'm Xander now. Yeah. The only person calls That's me my Alex, bartending the avatar. Only, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally, like, the only person who calls me Alex now is my mum, like, yeah. and my stepdad, and maybe my dad sometimes, because even though, now I catch him going, Zondor. <laughs> it's just like, oh, wait, no. What the fuck? Oh, here you go, that's himself in the mouth of Alex. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's sort of like, it's just sort of taken over, but like. But like, if, if we had to sum up this podcast in a few, if a few so, sentences. So yeah, sorry, 
going back to the point of basically like I, I feel like in the seven I've done a lot with the industry in Leicester yeah. like, I've always wanted to push yeah. it I've always like I've been a big promoter of new bartenders and like them entering like pushing them to do what they should do like because that's, that's the only reason things are going to grow because if you you think you sit on your fucking pedestal all day being the best bartender or like wanting to be the best and not showing people below you mm -hmm. that want to try and like then they might be whacking out sink drinks but like <laughs> fucking get them drink, help them get them drinks out the sink yeah, don't like, them, because don't you're going to get old as fuck all everyone's going to be like who's, who, why is this 40 yeah. or 45 we've all, we've all, made, a we've all oh, made a sink drink we've all made a sink drink 100% get that one liner and a Ben liner so I feel like for me like yeah three point I'll bop 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 thrown in the sink your drink gets thrown in the sink once again it gets thrown in the sink but no doing this podcast is sort of like like I want to talk shit about the job and I want to talk yeah. good about the job yeah but exactly I also we're all equal it. parts I want to do it in essence it's always going to help the industry and mm -hmm. this is sort of the main reason why I'd love to do a podcast especially with two of my closest friends is sort of like who are on the same wavelength in Absolutely. a sense about what, what, what where we're going like we that we need to sort of, we need to get like, in a sense, let's be real about bartending. Let's talk. Let's fucking stare it yeah. down. Let's yeah, the no bullshit. Let's smash opinions. the taboo. Break yeah, it smash down. The taboo. Let's fucking. To what like, is? Jerry Thomas is fucking dead. Get it. <laughs> <Well, I'm laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, he died of let's, syphilis. Let's, let's, yeah, let's. He didn't have his pinky out. Let's, let's. let's <laughs> he let's, didn't have his pinky let's out. Let's let these, you know, like I want to talk about <laughs> shit that's real life. Like, I, I, I mean, I've been bartending nine, ten years, and whatever attributes people have of me. Like, it might be like you're a ratchet little bastard, or it might be like you're fucking you sick at your job. But like, regardless, where you're thinking, it's just like, let's let's, just make this, <laughs> let's make it approachable. Let's like yeah. fucking yeah, like, exactly. let's help people. Like, and let's talk about real issues and real topics that happen in the industry that happen to people. Yeah. Like, like we're talking, like even to the point of like women in the industry, like fucking old boys, yeah. old school people, their influence, like fucking drug addiction and fucking healthy hospital. And let's actually just lay it out straight yeah. with some fucks and cunts in the middle yeah. of it. And just fucking talk about it like real people because yeah, we're all put on such a pedestal about how like like you guys were saying dress up for your bar job. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, exactly. everybody like thinks they're working American bar. It's a boy. I'm working American yeah. bar. I've worked mm. in plenty of bars at dive bars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking drinks. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah That's the point. That, absolutely. That's how we're at. Where you I, I guess what you're saying is that, um, like like I said, there's some certain issue certain points of bartending that can come across a bit taboo yeah. and people don't see it as a career but like I it's guess the minute that you make it not a taboo I, I've always said how much acceptance do you feel yeah yeah absolutely, absolutely absolutely like, this is the most this, this, yeah. 15 arms around me this is the most accepted I've ever been but I've always yeah. said about any topic whether it's bartending whether it's mental health whether it's fucking anything there's only a taboo if you say there's a fucking taboo and there yeah. isn't a fucking yeah, taboo yeah. The let's, let's, there's, there's, yeah the, the fucking <laughs> if you say there's an elephant in the room there's, there's a, a fucking, fucking elephant, elephant there's a room. massive yeah. element so right there let's just have the awkward conversations often I've said about whatever yeah. topic is especially when it comes to like fucking shooting the shit and literally talking. that is yeah exactly yeah, let's just like, shoot the shit often, shit, often, often the more awkward conversation is easier the than the awkward the, <laughs> <laughs> the the yeah often <laughs> often <laughs> I've said the more, more serotonin <laughs> the more you tackle the awkward conversation yeah. The easier that is, and the better outcome. Yeah, oh yeah, the better the outcome. The, the the shit that surrounds the awkward conversation, everybody tiptoeing around the topic, like tread on glasses. That makes the, that perpetuates the awkwardness, and there's no fucking awkwardness for like. So there's a everybody's experienced an element of judgment of oh what do you do for a living oh my bartender yeah, but, oh, are but you what really? are you actually doing are you really are you studying are you what's, studying? Your yeah. what's your real job what's your real job what's your real job you've had a lot of times have you like a fucking tramp all the time it's like no we're career bartenders and we've like. In an essence, I fell in love with the pursuit 
of being in an environment, a communal environment, because let's be honest, nowadays, it's 2019, what, does, what is the sense of communities from, for most people? In my opinion, the sense of community is going to a bar where everybody knows each other, everybody's at ease, everybody's forgotten exactly. their inhibitions, everybody's finished their day's work and they're like, oh, okay, fuck this fuck shit, off. just get me a beer, <laughs> exactly. just get me a beer, man. Yeah. Like, get like, me a beer, like, oh, uh, how was your day at work? Fucking don't talk to me about work. I'm here, I'm having a beer. I'm Do here, I look I'm like with, a job? I'm with my peers. Yeah, <laughs> like you just let's said. Let's just stop talking to each other. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, bartending is a job. It's not like a go-between. It, like you can be really good at bartending. It's, it's, it's a job. It's sad that about it being a go-between. Yeah, I know. Really but we need to bust like, that. I'm yeah, fucking, absolutely. I'm, I'm like, all right, none of us existed. What, like, cool, go Tesco, get some cans, go wherever, get some yeah. cans. Why the fuck do people go out? Because it's, it's a sense of community, is what I was just exactly. saying. It's 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 it is the, the community. So, like, it should not be treated like it's a cup job. Like, I mean, well. obviously, yeah, there are aspects and levels of bartending and how serious you take it. And do, the joy of this job, I've always found as well, is it's like you can slip into this job if you need a bit of cash while you're studying or you need a side oh, job. Oh, yeah, totally. And you can give a little bit of care, like, you know, obviously to care yeah, 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 the yeah. job, but you don't have to get fully into it. But the point is, if you get into this job and you do this job, all right, cool. You move on from this job and you're like, right, I'm done with bartending. Now I've fucking completed it. You, you think completed it? Completed. And then you go you get don't have a complete you bartender. You get made redundant and you've got two kids sat at home and your missus is like, whoa, Frank, where's the money? And you just go, right then, I've got a life skill under my belt where I can walk into any bar and go, and right, okay. bang bomb, I bang can out. bang out some cash. It's okay. always approachable and you, people would always want you. But also, some of those people that will do it for the reason that they just want to make some money while they're a student and they'll suddenly go, actually, I really I enjoy doing this. Yeah, yeah. Shiv Law, yeah. legend yeah. of the fucking industry, starting yeah. Leicester, by the way, let's I give a shout out to Big Shiv. Yeah. Uh, fucking Fat Cats 101, number one bartender there. He did exactly the same thing, studying yeah. architecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Studying architecture. We've got a Warner under our belt at the yeah. minute, man. Big shout out to her as well. And she's amazing. And she's fucking, her brain is like a fucking switch. It's just like a sieve. It saps up. It's not yeah. a sieve, the, a sponge. The, the opposite, the, the opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. to a sieve. That's my brain. Here comes she in the technician. She sucks up information. She's literally. such an intelligent girl. And she's yeah. like, literally, like, she is fantastic at what she does. Yeah. Uh, and literally, to, to be people still at uni, and even though, like, like these, these people are at university or they're studying extra, say if they're, like, they've got a time because we know so many people that, like, degrees don't really work out straight away. I mean, yeah, my, yeah, my, my yeah. brother got a, a first in ICT in uh, computer science. And he did not get a job in there. He still hasn't got a job in there. He's waited like two years applying for these jobs. No, no, no. So like having someone like Barton in there, especially if you've got a passion there that clicks to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You can yeah, connect sure. to it and go, right then, degree's finished. I fucking smashed it. Still ain't got a job in what I want to do. Yeah. But I am interested and I'm yeah. passionate about it. I'm, I'm into I'm, this. I'm met... good at what I do so I can yeah. grow in this career. It's yeah. always a back I've met I've met so many people who are institutionalized by academia yeah. nine to five bullshit. and they think that's yeah. all they can do all, all they can, can do is go to a classroom and study well, and fucking have their face lost in a sales. fucking laptop yeah. and have some lecturer go this is what you need to learn you can't yeah. and i've always <laughs> like i've always said like in a, in a sense what you learn about growing up is that school is just people telling you what to learn oh yeah Absolutely. and then when you finish school and when you finish 100%. academia I mean, you learn your own lessons you yeah. learn in your own capacity yeah. and that's what's beautiful about a lot of bartenders because they fully appreciate yeah. that i mean I, le I left i left school with a reading age and a spelling age of 10. okay that's fucking mad like, boom and there you go gm of a boss, bar boss, boss boy boss math. man boss, boss, math boy like uh -huh. science and everything like that 
but that really pulled me down and what I did when I left because obviously like I mean, I, I, it wasn't like I was like fuck you bitch I don't want to learn shit like, <laughs> I, mean, like, I was just like no, 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 no. you wanted to learn no but I wanted to learn I was just struggled for it to come in I'm dyslexic and it, it really did struggle but like the way I sort of learned myself is just I'd be like okay for example even as little bits as like I'd send like mm -hmm. you're well funny it's sort of like you're can I just correct you there but 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 slap it into my head and like there's bits like that and I'd sit down and like I'd try and read I'd make my writing better because when you're in a job and you people need to read what the fuck you're saying it's yeah. like who the fuck wrote this and it's mm. embarrassing so you need to like you know, he fucking puts himself up it and i was actually doing it for myself and like and yeah. now all of a sudden like i mean i'm like i'm quite i'm quite fanatical about words i get like quite obsessed with words poetry, yeah, yeah, yeah. like literature rhyming and yeah you don't like need that. to learn but it's all been like you don't need to you don't need to learn how to spell words to be articulate and you're an articulate no, i agree, I, agree. Yeah. I mean uh, sometimes i'm like jack how do you spell and you're like you, <laughs> you already know what ten patchy is who cares so, yeah, if you can spell it yeah but like i need to write on a date label to tell you when it fucking goes <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like so that's that's the aspect but like yeah no okay so i guess i think we wanted to reiterate why we started a podcast in the first place why it was important and it's kind of like you know what i often say to you is just like i didn't ask but okay yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. all of a sudden, you know that fucking meme literally yes. no one and then all of a sudden boom our podcast yeah. comes up okay. <laughs> but, uh, nobody to, absolutely no one yeah but to a certain extent there's we've definitely cornered a gap in the market i feel as though yep. um look at the way technology is developing now um look at the way bars are marketing themselves and mm -hmm. people want to get bigger and they want to they want their community to grow they want their network to grow mm -hmm. they want Effectively, I guess, without sounding too brutal about it, eventually people who listen to your podcast will come to your bar, maybe? I don't so, know. All right, uh, all right, then like, what, what is our target audience? I, I think our target audience is... It's bartenders who you, just you want to fucking... You're less the bar, your bartenders at first who want to just chill out, listen to some bar talk, but not get too into it. We're Absolutely. not wanky. People We're not wanky. I think I think personally, my target audience is anyone who just wants to like shoot shop and listen and mm -hmm. actually realise that bartending. Every bartender wants to do that. Yeah, but bartending like it's from, fun. From outside in, sometimes you look at bartending and you see these guys are just like fucking shirts up, cufflinks. Yeah. And it's that aspect of education where people are like, "Why the fuck are you drinking a double vodka Red Bull?" Or you just it's like, "Nah, to be honest, mate, I like a double vodka Red Bull." Yeah. Just let, let the me guy like drink it. What let he me wants. talk about it on this podcast. Let me it's talk fun. about it. Like you're allowed to drink whatever you want to drink. It is fun. Bartending is fun. A night out is fun. There's no Putting chirps in a dick out and start wanking it off in front of someone. <laughs> the shit importance of a night out. Let's not. Let's not. Especially, I don't know. I've honestly would honestly say that the occasional night out with my mates, the correct side of the bar, correct has helped has helped my mental health. Oh, absolutely, hundred mm -hmm. percent. Either side of the bar. It's drama. It's drama mental health, but it's also helped my mental health. <laughs> Either side of the yeah, because you talk, you talk. Shop, you By the way, shit. Can it's we give, social can lubricant. We, yeah, can we give a big shout out to Chang yes. and Stella Trends because that's what we're banging at the minute. And let's, also, let's give a like. So this is going to be a continuing theme throughout the podcast. We're going to shout out. Uh, we're going to shout out the social lubricant that is um, lubricating our social yeah <laughs> lubricating our sociability so today we're drinking Chang supplied by the lovely Alec from Seller Trends cheers what Big a legend cheers boys uh, Jack there with the ASMR <laughs> <laughs> yes and uh, shout out to Gadabout 
and Nick, the bartender, currently operating, um, sorting us out some whiskey sour, and also um, William Grant and Sons for supplying me with some Glenfiddich. Oh, because I'm part of the, <laughs> the collective. I'm part of the 1887 <laughs> collective. But seriously, though, for any bartender that's aspiring and who wants to, who wants to shoot up within the industry, who wants that kind of boost, and who wants the investment not necessarily in terms of money well, but like they yeah, they just it's not it's not this cult like everyone believes it's just it they is. pick a bartender <laughs> they no, pick is. a bartender that's it doing is. bits they pick a bartender that's doing bits and they just invest their time in them yeah, and they drag them up throughout the ranks and say okay what do you want to do with your career so it's only it's only 19 pounds 99 a month i mean yeah it's cool because we're not in it it's absolutely free give me next year give me next year honestly i can't thank william grant enough for seeing somehow they've identified whatever i do in bartending with a marketable trait and they've invested in me and they've given me this free stock and they take me on all these Amazing excursions, and it's just incredible. So, shout out, you yeah, know, collective. Up, but, yeah, thank Wilson's. you, thank you for that. Yeah, um, yeah, anyway. So, getting back to why we wanted to do the podcast, I think, especially the, the fundament, fundamentally to me, the most important part of this podcast is the fact that you two are sat around me mm-hmm. and we just seem to have this social dynamic where we all just fucking bounce off each other and we all feed each mm-hmm. other sentences, yeah. and we all just we've. I think it's an important thing nowadays where people who have what have pe- people who have a podcast they've mastered the art of just hanging out and chatting right. shit. Do you know what it is? And that's a fucking art form in itself. If you can just sit and you can chat shit and you can hang out and it's unfiltered and it's unadulterated and you can just fucking chalky. Do you know what it is? Boom. We've been doing a podcast for years. We just never recorded, recorded it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. Cheers that's on these yes. Bing bong, ding dong, dong, dong. Exactly. Like. There we go, episode one. Thank you for part of, part of the part of the uh, like casualness around this podcast is the fact that we wanted to we didn't want to attach this immediately to our bar. We're no. not, when, when we're in this capacity, we don't want our listeners to think that we're immediately associated with the bar. Obviously, no. we are humans outside Thank of the bar. Once we once we clock off, obviously we love and we represent our brand mm-hmm. like to the end. But there's a certain element. There's a certain human element that when we clock off, we just want to fucking chill out and have yeah. human opinions, human views, yeah. and just shoot the shit. So I say, and like, so this yeah, is if the I wanna, capacity. If I want to say something shit and call it a cunt, I'm allowed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you know, without having to like. Because we're all humans at the end of the day. It's like, imagine if you worked a job, like obviously we all work jobs, but let's, <laughs> let's renovate this. Like you work in like a nine to five job and then like everything you said represented British gas. Yeah, exactly. You just went Literally like, word for word. what's for dinner? You can't say that. You, you have to, you've not announced that. That conflicts with the uh, uh, principles yeah, of British gas. Because we only gas at British gas. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. Stop so, gassing. No, exactly. So like we, we obviously like, although we get seen, and it's obviously like bartending is a very much a, uh, it's a social social hub. So mm-hmm. when you're out of work and you see people you've served or you like, you like you, sometimes you walk through the city and you feel like Mr. Big Bollocks. Everyone's like, oh, you're right. You tell me a drink, you tell me nothing, you're hanging on. There's like, that guy with the hat yeah, that works like, yeah, at the Yeah, right, so that bar is, I'm like, but like, you know, you be humble, sit down. But like, yeah. you also you also still need to represent yourself just as much as you bar. Because if you walk around like with a fucking broom handle up your arsehole, like, <laughs> please everyone else, you're going to be depressed and yeah. that's going to eat the fuck out. Uh, yeah, bro. Let's represent ourselves, and like, this, this is what this podcast is generally going to do. Also, I didn't. Also, I didn't want to market. So, what we do is there's there's a reason why people enjoy 
drinking in bars. I didn't want to market what we do as just some mindless piss up for us to chat shit. Yeah. And I wanted to go deeper and further. I mean, it, it is that, but yeah. It is that, but that's the, <laughs> there's, there's another. No, 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 that, no, 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 no. Let's think about this. So when I drink, this, this this validate this validates our industry. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so a point I need to make: what is it about having a couple of drinks and being surrounded by people that you love in like, a like super relaxed environment that makes you so good, like? Getting pissed is a byproduct for a start. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You're having good so, drinks and you're enjoying them, yeah. and you're in good company. Obviously, getting pissed helps you lubricate your social yeah. environment yeah. and things like yeah. that. 100%. But getting pissed generally of drinking is a byproduct, yeah. and it's the best bit about the byproduct. Like the byproduct, the best bit to is it helps people. you. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Getting too pissed is fucking stupid. Not yeah, saying I'm, I'm like, I've never <laughs> done it. I've never done that before. <laughs> my life. Of course, I fucking have. I'm a ratchet little prick. But like, everybody's that. Yeah, everybody's like, done it. We're bartenders. But like, we've all done it. We're We understand that there is a hole that you can go down, and and even saying. I only went out for a couple of drinks all night one enjoyed myself everyone's had that blackout moment but the thing is no one blames you for having that blackout moment yeah, you're a yeah, human because yeah, yeah. you're allowed to do fermented even, things it's legal even so, like, even people who aren't bartenders go down that fucking exactly oh, yeah, totally for sure that. and they don't sure. even work in the industry yeah, no, they don't even work in the industry. In the they don't have these industry cards. It's not as accessible for them, but they yet they still manage to uh -huh. find fucking yeah. holes which they go down and they oh, fuck yeah. themselves up. Absolutely. But also, like, I wanted to, like, for, almost from a fucking neuroscientific point of view, like, big, big, word, big word, big word, big word, chalky done a big, big word, but like, podcast. also, like, what is the, that about that satisfaction of just, I'm gonna have a beer, I'm gonna have another beer, oh, I'm gonna have my third beer, oh, this is this is delicious. Like, like, what is it? Like, what is it about that? Like that pattern of psychology. But like, usually, you're not on your say, own. Yeah, people. Yeah, you it's say that. Aspect. You see that. You see that. You say that. But like, people still fucking. Yeah, I, beers on yeah, I exactly. can't go out on my own. Exactly. So, okay. Well, I can definitely drink it. Like, so, I, like, what is it about that? What is it about alcohol that just makes you? Go, I think it's the combination of you're in good company. Yeah, and that, that you, is. You feel so that is the number from, one biggest thing for me. Yeah, when I'm drinking booze, company, if if I'm also, not in good company, I'm not having a good time. Rain enters the podcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But also, there's like the combination of. Um, people have just finished work. Mm -hmm. uh, you feel your inhibitions just flood out of you. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck, I want a couple of drinks, man. And you don't get that same release. People say you, you can get addicted to anything, but you don't get that same fucking release yeah. from a couple of beers as you do a fucking packet of sour cream and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm fucking saying? Yeah, no. People are like, oh, I'm addicted to these. I'm addicted to these. I'm addicted to these, but you ain't getting a sour nah. cream and onion nah. fucking chives, yeah. Pringles fucking hangover. You don't right? wake up on a Saturday, guys. It's a beautiful morning. I'm going to have a barbecue and just. Have led sound. Wish, yeah. I, wish <laughs> I had all those Pringles yeah, yesterday. God damn it, like, yeah. Something about alcohol, like the parameters that it is consumed in yeah. almost okay, yeah. enable its consumption. And so, like, if you're in a fucking sick environment, you're not going to stay and drown four pints in an environment where you feel uncomfortable, are you? Well, it's also the aspect of if you look at it, you're not going to go sit at home and drink four pints of squash in, in concession. He says as he spills whiskey sour on the show. <laughs> you're not, not going to sit there and drink four pints of squash because it's a funny joke in the in between. It's lolly lolly lolly, but like it's, it's that <laughs> yeah, aspect. I, that I, think, I think also the enabler of like you're drinking something that in, in a general is is a toxin. It's it's a poison. 
like, it's a good tactical drug why it needs to be moderated it's a regulated like it's a regulated mm -hmm. and mo like very modulated like poison like hence let's we're not gonna get jerry thomas to talk about prohibition but <laughs> like let's let's look for at another, that. Podcast. Yeah, another podcast but like, like you've, got, you've got to look at those aspects like the thing is is like it does something to your body like like most drugs do and this is the reason why slowly drugs are going to be legalized or illegalized is because it does it it lets a loose of inhibition almost and what we're talking about with you know you're saying like what it, how easy it is to drink when friends and company and stuff like that is because it relaxes you it helps your social environment yeah you, chills you out it makes you yeah. a bit more let go and there's always that stupid fucking expression where it's like Oh, when you're drunk, you say you're most truths. In yeah. a sense, it's true, yeah. but I fucking don't know drunk me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Drunk me talks like a cunt. Like, he's yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not drunk me. Also, I feel as though there's this, like, there's this pedestrian level of, like, consciousness and sobriety. Right. This level of tension that nobody's <laughs> fucking talking about. It's like, yeah. we're all sat at the fucking office and we're all fucking crunching numbers and fucking typing keyboards but in the end of the day we all just want to get fucked up yeah. that's what everyone wants to do everybody that drinks just like just wanna, we just oh, want to talk shit about is so talk. stressful and it's even if you I just want to go for a beer even and if, then even if you that pedestrian get... level of consciousness and sobriety that we all fucking operate yeah. on is yeah. just cutting yeah. fucking so a million pieces so if you go out on a it's Tuesday shutting. and yeah. you go out after work and you the only thing that's actually cutting you off is you go I've got work tomorrow yeah, yeah, I've got yeah, work yeah, tomorrow yeah, yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. Work. but you can bang as many fucking drinks as you want to feel comfortable and enjoy yourself but then there's always that like the only thing that really cuts you off is yourself to actually yeah, yeah, yeah. no I've got work I need yeah, to be yeah the self-discipline yeah, yeah, sure. inevitably like, really, anybody who's got their self-discipline is a joke but I'd be pissed all the time if there was no issue and I'd be like oh that tastes nice can I have another one of them and that's nice I don't have the money for it but like unfortunately we can't because we have shit to do and they, yeah. like, but that's why we're all sat around here because we know how to keep our faculties in check absolutely uh, we, know, <laughs> we know we've got shit you wouldn't be Mostly. sat here you wouldn't be sat here Mostly. being an operating fucking GM of a, a bar that's crushing it in Leicester if you didn't have your shit in check right. and I'm mates enough to know you that if you didn't have your shit in check I'd go Zanny you don't have your shit in check <laughs> <laughs> fucking check yourself before you wreck yourself mate that's you know what check. I fucking mean like yeah. so we're all like operating uh, we know the parameters of alcohol we know how to operate within that fucking parameter we know how to consume it we know how to not, serve it not, yeah we know how to serve <laughs> it we know how to look after each other we know how to look after our customers we know how to look after our fucking patrons we know how to look after our colleagues we're not sat in the fucking doorway of boots passing out every morning at fucking six o'clock <laughs> do you know what I mean you know what I mean I'm cracking all jokes aside <laughs> like, yeah like yeah but it's like this is the this is the kind of functionalities we're working and operating within our employment yeah. and yeah. this is where this is where uh, the freedom of uh, being able to talk about what we do in our own free time and not feeling the pressures of like representing a brand like brand ball co constantly yeah. it's like I don't I don't want to literally everything I eat shit sleep breathe to represent Kank Street, but when I or any other job you work in, really. yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, but, but, but when I clock into work, yes, I'm the face of the brand. Also, I'm the face of the brand when I'm in the city. You're also face like, yourself. So bring but like, like yourself. there's the, there's a level of humanity that comes into it that you've just got to account for, and that's what I feel as though we need to access with this podcast. And it will be a breath of fresh air for people to listen to and go, oh shit, actually they've articulated mm -hmm. like some mm -hmm. interesting points of view of working mm -hmm. in the industry. It's like you're not a bar. They're saying what I'm thinking. Yeah, they're, they're well saying done. what I'm thinking. You're not. You're. We're not drink making machines that like 
like when I sit at home on my sofa and I'm hey, watching Netflix. Machines off, mate. Like, <laughs> when, I, when I sit at home Stop on working. my sofa and I'm watching Netflix, and uh, like, it, like there's always this weird anxiety in my brain that, like, uh, maybe it's a, a level of narcissism where I think, oh, what interesting cocktail shit is Kanksy doing? <laughs> yeah, what is Chalky like, doing? I'm off like, today, so I'm going to read yeah. the four-page on the I just, I just, fucking, <laughs> I just want to fucking watch Stranger Things and eat Doritos. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, and maybe, maybe uh, there is podcast material to talk about switching off, man. Yeah, Because not a lot of people are good at it. Yeah, and very so, true. Very true. Maybe it's time for us to switch off and wrap up this podcast i've been chalky i've been zanzi i've been jack you guys have been you i hope you've enjoyed it we'll see you next time thank you I'm very much down listen to this fucking podcast get it in your ears it's good shit